0: My father passed away when I was eight years old in the terrorist attacks on 9-11. He worked for Cantor Fitzgerald, which was on the 103rd floor of the North Twin Tower.
1: You're listening to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, a podcast where I have conversations with inspirational people. My name is Chris, but my family calls me Christoph. My goal is to have as many conversations as possible with people who have forged their own path by pursuing their dreams, making them a reality, all the while emitting positivity and sharing this knowledge with others. I seek these people out and share this information with you, proving to the world that you can do what makes you happy and do what you want for a living while being a good human being. We'll talk about careers, but we'll also cover any story that inspires. Let's do this while helping each other. Thanks for listening. I'm happy you're here. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, Create Your Career. This is conversation number 155, episode number 266. Thank you so much for being here. I'm always appreciative of your time and of your support. This was a good one. This was a heavy one. This was a fun one. This one hit every single checkbox. You have so many stories, you talk to so many people, and then you just hear something that hits you really hard. My guest today is Kayla Rustivo and her story, I'm not gonna ruin it in the introduction here, but hit me really powerful. Her why, her passion, her purpose, why does she do what she does? She is the founder of Trails of Purpose, which is a 501c3 that takes care of veterans through horses and a whole other things, a plethora of things. I'm just barely scratching the surface. She's also in residency as a mental health counselor here in Virginia. Her story, as I said, hit me really hard. I cannot wait to share it with you. But before that, remember you can find this episode and all the other conversations, the ones with the guests, the contemplations, or it's just me on YouTube, head over there and subscribe. You can find them on any podcast app, head over to iTunes, Apple podcasts, and rate five stars. And then you can see the conversations, these ones with the guests only on YouTube, head over there to subscribe. That would be massively helpful checking out all the other conversations and the contemplations and sharing all the episodes with a friend that needs to hear this is really helpful before we start i just want to ask you when you're listening to these episodes listen to them they're great entertainment value they're good stories it's really fun i love doing it but as you listen to them think about the things that you can apply to your own life if you really 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 want to make a change in your own life and the lives of others and that's one of the things that i want to encourage through this podcast two things one yourself two other people and three i'm squeezing it in there you can do number one and number two at the same exact time you can help yourself and help other people grow at the same exact time so without further ado welcome to the christoph lewis podcast create your career
0: (laughs) thank you thanks for welcoming me for like the fifth time
1: for the fifth time it's like it's 45 minutes after we typically start you've been I say the most dedicated guest that I've ever had on here. You say the most stubborn guest that I've ever had on here, but the video is clear. We went from Zoom. We went to Skype, Zoom, Skype, and now we're on Skype. Long story short, we're here and we're doing this. I'm so excited. We were introduced by a mutual friend, a great guy, John McCaskill, and now you're here. And I'm very excited to learn more about you and learn more about what you're doing. So before we get into the rest of the episode, do you mind introducing yourself to some of those that may not know who you are?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Kayla Aristiva. Uh, I am the founder and president of Trails of Purpose, a veteran nonprofit. We are based out of, um, I'll say Hampton Roads, but we have two locations, one in Chesapeake and then one out in Virginia Beach, Pungo area. Nice. And on the personal side, I am 26, moved to Virginia Beach from... New York, Long Island, New York is where I was born and raised, moved here about two ish years ago, um, maybe, no, about three now. Wow. Time flies Yeah. It's so um, <laughs> for my husband to be on Navy orders. And we were like, we're not going to stick around there. And we stuck around. So mm-hmm. here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a daughter, a one and a half year old, and I am getting ready to have my next daughter next month. I'm 34 weeks pregnant. Um, So I'm busy and I'm tired um, and I'm out of breath a lot. (laughs) And on the personal side, aside from the nonprofit, I'm a mental health counselor in residency working towards my licensure in the state of Virginia. Um, And so that's pretty cool because I get to do that also with horses, um, but Mm -hmm. on a a different kind of venue side there. Um, So it's a little bit about me
1: that's awesome that's a lot about you that's so much about you because you are you're busy but a good busy you know some people can be busy in a way that they're just they don't know what they're doing or where they're looking or what's next but you are busy in a good way and one of the i'll say for if you're a repeat listener you already know what i'm about to say but one of my huge stipulations for guests on here is that they help other people Everything you've thus described to us so far is geared towards helping other people. And I think it's a, such a credible level. And to me, it's really important uh, being a veteran myself and that a lot of what you're doing with Trails of Purpose is geared towards veterans. And that's very special for me. And then of course, you're doing something on the side, not to mention that you're 34 weeks pregnant, and I can't even tell whatsoever. And you're you're going to be a mental health counselor and you're in residency for that. So that's incredible. So I want to know right off the bat, why are you so impassioned? Why do you care so much about helping other people? And if you want to take it a step further and why are you helping veterans in the capacity that you are?
0: Yeah, totally. Um, so the the way I'm gonna put it is the best ammo for when you've been wounded um, is to help other people who are wounded. And so that's kind of where my life has gotten me. You said just a few minutes ago, it sounds like I'm busy. Sorry, I'm shaking the camera a little bit. It sounds like I'm busy, but in a good way. Well, let me tell you, for a long time, I was busy in a bad way, Mm. in that fumbling around, just trying to look for something to do to fill up my time, fill up the voids in me Um, for, gosh, I'm going to say 11, 12 years of my life. Oh, wow. So... You know, my father passed away when I was eight years old in the terrorist attacks on 9-11. He worked for Cantor Fitzgerald, which was on the 103rd floor of the North Twin Tower. So that's 2001. I'm eight years old at that point. And, you know, to an eight-year-old going through trauma or grief of any kind, it's not fully grasped. Um, they're in such eight year olds are in such a concrete way of operating Mm -hmm. and thinking, um, that the kind of foreverness of death isn't necessarily, it's there, but the, the kind of, mm, what do I want to say? Like, it doesn't hit you the way it would Mm -hmm. when you're older, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so the consequences of death is kind of what I want to say really how that impacts your daily life and how that's going to impact you moving forward That's not there at eight So from eight until I was like gosh 1920 I was fumbling around for a long time Mm -hmm. um, And really walked through some dark 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 times um, from depression and suicide attempts uh, mental hospitals and and leading to drug addiction, rehab, I mean, all the things that we so classically, um, as humankind, uh, fill our voids with, Mm -hmm. to just kind of numb Mm -hmm. in any way. Um, And so, uh, somebody had said to me one time, when I I turned about probably 19-ish, and that's when I was getting sober and trying to figure out my life, because already by 19 I had gone through (laughs) drug addiction and whatnot, And, you know, somebody was like, haven't they taken enough from you? And I was like, what do you mean? And so just kind of putting a perspective to me that haven't the terrorists that killed your father, haven't they taken enough? Um, Why are you letting them take more of your life? And I was like, whoa. You know, I didn't think about it that way. Like, yeah, you're right. I, I am giving them more. They've done what they've done and they're all dead. But I'm still giving them the better part of my life. Yeah. Um, and so from there, I said, I'm going to stop self-defeating and beating myself up and only hurting myself because that's what I was doing. Sure, I was hurting the other people in my life, my family yeah, members yeah. and my friends, people that loved me and hated watching me go down that route. But uh, I'm going to stop taking what they did to me out on myself. And uh, I kind of just promised myself that in that day, um, I'm, I'm gonna commit everything that I have from fighting myself to fighting that, mm-hmm. to fighting trauma, to fighting terrorism um, in the best way that I can. And so that's kind of where this passion for helping other people who feel isolated from trauma, um, particularly through terrorism, because that's what I understand best, um, came from.
1: Wow. That's something I'm very appreciative of you sharing right now. I know that's probably something you've talked about before in some capacity, but I think and I want so the reason I'm saying this is because one of the things I try to do with this podcast is encourage people to share their stories just as you are with us. It's very powerful to be able to do it for oneself, as I know you're very well aware of, and to be able to articulate that to people and it helps them. We have all experienced tragedies, some very different, some very similar. There could be somebody out there that has experienced something that exactly what we've done, and we don't know it until we share it, and we feel better and do better when we do share it, and in turn, we help somebody else. So I just wanted to say that for the record, as you're listening to this, think about this stuff, think about your own life, think about what you could share that could benefit you, and could benefit other people, just as Kayla's done here, and again, I want to reiterate. Thank you for sharing that. That's it's difficult to hear. I believe anybody that's of age knows it's still exactly where they were when that happened. I, who I want to know who told you that quote said, "Don't let the terrorists continue to steal that from you."
0: Yeah, so I had gone through a bunch of, oh gosh, I've been through dozens of counselors in my life because part of um, and probably what so many people who are going through trauma or PTSD um, or PTS symptoms understand is that we just don't want to let anybody in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I blocked a lot of people out, even the people that I wanted to help me. And so mm-hmm. this was um, a Christian counselor that I had gone to Um out of drug addiction okay. and she was just kind of like <laughs> she was great and she was the one who really kind of gave it to me straight cuz I'm sorry to put it this way but she put me on my ass a few times <laughs> just like <laughs> what are you doing and that's yeah. what I needed and that's what I respond best to and yeah. that's kind of the personality yeah. I have is like I need somebody to call me out here. yes that's how I operate best is is having somebody clearly call me out on things and and when she said that and kind of gave me the Speech of give your pain some purpose that really just set my life on a whole new trajectory And mm-hmm. I'll never forget that in a moment, you know mm-hmm. um, it, it changed everything mm-hmm. it takes yeah. this anger that you have yeah. um, That we can have as people who have trauma this anger um, Or this fire some mm-hmm. people would say that they could I'd definitely have a fiery personality But if you just shift it it doesn't mm-hmm. mean you got to mute that but just shift it instead of fighting mm-hmm yourself or fighting Mm -hmm. in the bad ways Mm -hmm. start fighting in the good
1: ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I love that. Yeah. And because you also touched on, we were talking about quote unquote good, busy, bad, busy. What does that mean? And you were very busy doing things that were just ruining your life. If I, if I may say, you know, like really knocking you down pegs. And I'm sure, like you said, affecting the people around you. And Mm -hmm. that's just a very strong point to make. And I did want to say, I just, I now knowing your story, And I I can now I know the back, I know the past and I see what you're doing now. Like, I know we just met an hour ago, but I I would say as a father, this, this hits me very hard, this story, like thinking about my daughter and God forbid I ever left this earth sooner than I intended to, but I would be so damn proud of her if she was doing something like that. So I know, and I can say this as, you know, we just met an hour ago. We're strangers, not anymore, hopefully, but he would be. He is so proud of you because of what you're doing and you're making an impact every day in, in the lives of other people and you've dedicated your life to this. And to me, that's like, I'm I'm very emotional saying this because that's so powerful for me. And I think even more because I'm maybe a little bit soft because I'm a father now, you know? And uh, <laughs> I just think that's so incredible that you're able to shift that power. Like you said, it's such a good point. Again, let's not, not miss that, is you had this passion or this power, but it was just... In the wrong direction, and you're able to have somebody step in, tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, and tell you that, you know, it's okay to be feeling this thing. It's okay to be this passion, impassioned, and this fired up about this shit. Absolutely. But let's redirect it because that's a lot of energy. That's a lot of energy. So let's redirect it and let's help other people while helping yourself. And that epitomizes what I'm trying to do here on the podcast. So I can't thank you enough for sharing that.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Very cool. That definitely answers one of the larger questions I had for you is why you've started this and it clearly coincides with why you like helping other people as well. So I want to dive a little bit more into your behaviors, the behaviors that have led to this version of what your success is, of trails of purpose, of breaking out of that that bad busy for 12, 11 years or whatever it was. What are some of those behaviors that helped you pull you out of it? Because I'm sure it wasn't black and white, but maybe it was. But what are some of those behaviors that have led to where you are now and to the person that you are now?
0: Oh, yeah, it's totally difficult. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Um, so it's a lot of harnessing energy, right? We Mm -hmm, talked about mm -hmm. that. Um, and it's a, it's a lot of surrendering at the end of the day. Mm. I mean, um, I'm a believer. And so I had to lay a whole lot of pride down of this, like, You know, I got to look out for myself. I got to protect myself. The Mm -hmm. world's not going to do it. I learned at a young age that we have nasty people in the world that want to destroy us for no reason. Mm -hmm. You know, these people came in and ruined my life, and they didn't even know me. And then you start to have real life happen as you're growing up, and people that you love start to hurt you. And what what the heck do you do with that? Um, And so ultimately, it's this, like, surrender of... um, you know, I, I knew I made a mess of things, and I knew that if I if I had the say over my life, clearly I was running the ship aground. Mm-hmm. I just was. Um, and so kind of harnessing that wind power in my sails, like you said, you know, so that we can change things, it's not just like you know, grit your teeth and I'm going to like all of a sudden change what I'm doing and it's just going to work that way. You need to have really a transformation on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that was forgiveness. Uh, that was forgiveness of a lot of people in my life. And I think that's across the board. Um we have all been hurt, no matter who your listeners are. Uh, everybody has been hurt in some way, shape or form, um, you know, and the, the severity of that doesn't necessarily matter because we all carry things differently. Right. Mm. Um, but when we learn to forgive, we can surrender better. Mm. Um, and when we learn that everybody who is hurting other people are them themselves hurt. It allows us to forgive better. And, and when I could forgive, I could stop being necessarily bitter, right? Because, like, when we're harboring resentment about the things in our life, whether it's stuff we've done to ourselves, stuff our parents did to us, stuff that other people did to us, a spouse, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a stranger, whoever it is, terrorists, um, that weighs on us. That's, you know, we've all heard the term, you know, it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Um, but if we can forgive, then we can kind of free ourselves. That doesn't mean now you're like, okay with it. No, Mm -hmm. you're still on fire to fight it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not necessarily out of like a revenge state, but more so out of a state of like, I want to help other people. So behaviors was a whole lot of, um, it was internal work first and foremost, Um, And then after that, it was, it was like breaking old habits, right? Because I had these habits that were self-destructive, whether they were drugs or drinking or going out too much. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I had some really toxic relationships. And um, so changing those and, you know, creating a schedule for myself uh, was really huge, you know, like getting myself kind of on a routine. And Mm -hmm. I, I think that helps. Why I kind of get along with the veteran population so well is I like a routine. I like to follow the same rigid kind of stuff. But somebody like me, uh, especially when you're going through change and transition, I think it's number one. It's key. Because if you don't have yourself a routine, and I mean like I'm talking basics, everyday routine, Mm -hmm. wake up, make your bed, brush your teeth, whatever, it's so easy to go astray. Yeah. Um, and so you got to have this goal. I'm a huge fan of lists and my husband makes fun of me because like every day I got to write out a new list. Sometimes I'll write multiple lists um, because I want to see where I'm going. I want to cross off what I did and have like a goal in mind every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the long answer short is the first part is internal humbling work, forgiveness and saying, I'm making a mess of myself. I can't, I can't do this the way I've been doing it. What needs to change? Then the behaviors is a whole lot of self-control of I'm not going back into that. And how can I not by making a new routine and moving forward?
1: That's so good. It really does start from within like that, being able to give forgiveness. But then when you broke it out into the habits, consistency. Things that are you doing perpetually that you may not even be aware of that are so important and so defining of your life and the characteristics of which who you are because of those things. And you're right when you said it's the things that you may not even think matter. The small things, how you wake up, what time you wake up, are you making your bed, things like that. And I fell out of that for a while too, and I'm getting back into it. And I'll tell you now, I feel better than ever because I've been able to find that again. So I would like to know even more. So that was phenomenal. Thank you. But I would like to even know, how did you take because I want to, I want to help people take these ideas and, and make something tangible out of you talked about goals and goal setting. So I think I might know where this is going. But this is the Create Your Career podcast. So how did you create this 501c this trails of purpose? How did you take it from an idea and create it because it's so great in theory, But what were those steps through it? I mean, did you have times where you think it would never happen? Or talk us through some of that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I had the the, I had it laid on my heart. I had worked at another program similar to us, and they had to dissolve their services because of other, you know, multiple reasons. Uh, And so I was like, well, there's a lot of people now who don't have that service provided to them. And it was on my heart, but really, it was something that we'll get to. Right. And mm-hmm. so this is the nitty gritty of like trails of purpose right here <laughs> is, um, you know, we'll get to it. And so I'm, I'm reading this book one day and it's on our heart, my husband and I, to do this. But we're 25. We have a six month old. Like, she, I don't even think she was six months at this point. Like what do we there's no way like we can't start a nonprofit. Um, I'm getting my master's. He's going through nuke school like it's just not a thing and um so it's like this that's beautiful that's what's on our heart we definitely want to do it down the line and i think a lot of us meaning our listeners and just humans in general we have things the long-term goals which are good to have that is like we'll get to it when we get to it but we don't really set a time for it you know we have these dreams these visions things that are on our heart but i'm reading this book um by erwin mcmanus he's a pastor out at mosaic church um in california and I'm reading this book and it's talking about, of course, this morning, it was 5 a.m. We woke up, woke up for a workout and he's talking about this book of like um, what he learned on 9-11. And we had just been talking about it mm-hmm. at 5 in the morning. When are we going to do this nonprofit? Should we do it? Should we wait? What do we do? This changed my life. He said, your passion is only as good as your urgency. Mm. Your passion is only as good as your urgency. And I was mind blown. And he said he learned that lesson through 9-11 because he watched so many people who were young and starting their families, like my father, who thought they had time. And that's the biggest lie that we can tell ourselves, Um, especially in America where we've got issues, but we don't, like, um, fear for our life every day. I mean, this coronavirus thing is different, right? Whatever. But, like for the most part we're pretty stress-free yeah. um in america so to say like oh yeah we got time maybe in my golden years when i retire that'll be my next project mm-hmm. and it's like no we actually don't so we need to do these things and we need to do them now and so um i would urge everybody who is listening to think about the passions that are on their heart they're there for a reason um and it's only as good as your urgency because you might not have tomorrow to do it. Maybe you've got to do it today. Maybe you don't, maybe it's not financially responsible for you to do so, or you're just not mentally prepared to do so. But maybe you are in that lie of like, I'll get to it when I get to it, when the timing is right, when this, when that, and maybe that's never going to come. Yeah. So, that really sparked us into motion, and um, from there, I mean, Google was our best friend. How do we start <laughs> a five hundred and one c three?
1: It's the world like, we live seriously, in. Seriously, I have no
0: yeah. And so, you know, you start, you incorporate your business with the state, and then you go, okay, next step. What's the next step? And so, um, my husband and I are very logical in that sense, and we like to, like I said, see goals and whatnot. And so the biggest thing I can recommend to anybody who's starting a business, um, aside from being urgent about it is take a bite size. Don't think I got to do all of these things and articles incorporation and a board of directors and all like, yes, that all needs to happen, but take it one day at a time, Mm -hmm. one step at a time. And that goes back to my idea of like, make a list, wake up in the morning, brush your teeth, make your bed, start slow You know, and before you know it, you've got your train rolling and you're there. Um, And we did all of the paperwork ourselves. It, you know, did it take us a couple days? Sure. But you can do it as long as you start small. When we start to get ahead of ourselves and overwhelmed, that's when we just check out and we're frazzled Mm -hmm. and we're not thinking Mm -hmm. clearly, we get into a fog. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, definitely start in small. We started, you know, with that in the 501C3. And I tell people, people have asked me now like, should I pay somebody to help me do it? I mean, if you really don't have mm-hmm. the time, maybe. Um, but I always encourage everybody try it at least yourself first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're blessed to have the technology and the Google and the resources to kind of talk us through yeah. it right now.
1: Yeah, we li- we live in an incredible time and I would say on your last point if you don't have time to do it, is it really a priority in your life? Right. Right? So if if you really care about it, it's really your purpose, whatever that is, maybe you should, you know, make the time to do it. So Right.
0: And how responsible will you be with that business then? Like if you don't have the
1: time. Yeah, you just want other people to run it for you? Or what are you trying to, you know, what 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 is your why? You know your why through and through You need something like that. So, again, uh, there's a lot of good things. I don't know if all the listeners caught on, but what I kind of got from the beginning of when you started talking about this was you essentially had disbelief in yourselves, you and your husband, before you even started this. You're like, I don't know if we can do it. It was just like, how many times? Like, I'm just thinking for myself, like, oh, shit, like I'm doing this for myself right now with multiple goals, I'm very goal-oriented as well, but I'm like, oh, I'll get to it, oh, I'll get to it. And I'm like, "Uh, we're creeping up on May here. We were recording this in mid-April, 2020, and I'm like, oh, we're creeping up on May. And you know, that's a third down the road for the year already. And I know the current state of the, well, the world has just really thrown a wrench in the mix for everybody, but one of your other points was, well, you know, thank God we have Google, thank God we have things like this. And if ever, I know our latency has been really crappy for this call and it took us an hour to do it, but for the most part, we have stellar things that can absolutely help us achieve our goals. We're able to still be connected as ever, and you said something right we absolutely still do have struggles in this country. However, we are in you know pretty nice homes and we are with high speed internet. I'm not saying we have gorgeous homes i'm just saying we have a roof over our head for christ's sake i really mean that we have the ability to do these things we have the ability to google things if and that's the worst of this yes people are sick yes people are dying yes it shouldn't be taken lightly but for those of you that are in situations where you don't have a job or you do want to do things now's your time and even if you don't have the time to do things then you need to like we were saying earlier find out if it really is a priority to your life or in your life and like you said, set set uh, long-term goals, that's fine, but put deadlines on them and yeah. uh, just listening to you all, it's very well-defined and I know you've done it for a while. You've done this, you know, had this mindset, but frankly, it sounds like it's it's been roughly about a year and a half, right? That you've had this up and running.
0: Uh, we actually, so we incorporated this time last year got our tax exemption status in may and started classes in september
1: okay so this is is, see so it's a process so it's so great because one of the things you said as well was take a bite size you know start small yeah and and so not only did you do it yourself but i would go on to say assume that because you did it yourself you know it that much better like you're really comfortable with how everything's done yeah you're really comfortable with the process and I'm a slow learner, but I will force myself to do things and ask all the questions and ask for help because I know I'm going to know it that much better when I do it. And it's, it's your baby. Like that's your thing. So put it, put in the work. So those are all phenomenal things. So, uh, with, with the time we have left, I wanted to ask one last question about, uh, you said you had a lot of people in your life that kind of helped you with that transition of mindset when you were, uh, it sounds like you were, I think a late teenager, like 18, 19, um, getting out of all of that, you know, bad business, busyness that you were in, but other than counselors, including all the way up to now, all the way up to trails of purpose, did you have anybody that fulfilled a mentorship role? in any way and if so how did that person come in your life and what kind of impact did they make
0: gosh um, i can think of a few you know off the top of my head that have definitely impacted me uh not so much when i was a a child but Mm -hmm. as i was getting older into my adolescence Mm -hmm. um and so how did they come into my life uh more often than not honestly christian settings um Mm -hmm seemed to be the people who wanted to be invested and more so than just like oh yeah we care about you you know being as somebody who was a victim of 9-11 there was a lot of different organizations that came around that cared but um, the people that stuck around were the ones that were kind of loving on me in a Christian manner. I had those people who were invested in my life in a personal sense but you know I also had the people who in a professional sense, like the nonprofit that Mm -hmm. was running that I was part of before this, um, she was always very future oriented. You know, one day when you have your own center, when you have your own organization Uh, before it was even a thought for me and before they closed down and it was this like, oh, that is something that I can do. And I remember leaving just one time when she said it like that and being just like, that could be something I can do. I was like, what, 23 at that time. Um, And so you never know what little piece of encouragement when you give to somebody else saying you can have your own thing is what's going to spark them to go forward. Right. So Um, I definitely try now to also be the person who will talk to other people in the area who are interested in nonprofits or whatever, right? Like it is so important to be able to spur each other on, um, towards your own victories. Mm -hmm. It's this weird thing, um, especially in the nonprofit world to get competitive with funding or grants or whatever. But when we realize that there are millions of people around us that need help, um, you can help spur each other on. Um, And so whether it's a for-profit or non-profit, a S corporation, LLC, whatever it is, you never know what tiny little statement is going to mm-hmm. really propel mm-hmm. somebody. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of what I would say is I have had really influential people in my life mentoring me um, along the way, but that would be the piece of advice that I would say for for everybody who's listening today.
1: Yeah, and it's phenomenal advice because what I got out of that is, because I've asked this question a lot, is you found uh, people, per, a, a person or a group of people that spoke to you that you really felt comfortable with to be able to ask for help, strategic help. And I think that's what's really important is finding what works for you and being able to be comfortable with that, being able to be comfortable enough to ask for that help. So that's what you've done with that. i really liked that. And what you said about encouraging other people, encouraging others in general. And again, like you said, it's the small things to start the business, to start what you wanna to do, to start your purpose, but it's the small things to be able to not only encourage yourself, like you said, making your bed, your morning routine, but it's the small things that help other people that plant the ideas in their head, because that person, whether or not she knew it or not, we're having this conversation about all of this, part and due do the fact of that, of, of those kind of, of those things she said. So the smallest things have the most powerful impact, and that's what, you know, Six and stones will break my bones. but Words will last forever. The small words will last forever, whether they're negative or positive. So we do need to be conscious of what we're saying to ourselves, the small things, and what we're saying to our other people, the small things. So that's a phenomenal note to end on. I really appreciate it. And I will say I appreciate your patience, and I'm so glad that we got this done. And it's really cool being able to hear your story and how you came out of it. What you're doing now, and it's just—it's the circle of life in its own way of not succumbing to the darkness, essentially, not succumbing to the tragedy and the lack of fate, you know, the lack of hope in times—the very hopeless times—and be able to come around and and now. You're providing hope for other people. So I appreciate your time. But before we get out of here, could you please tell everyone where they can find you, Trails of Purpose, websites, Instagram handles, anything like that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So www.trailsofpurpose.com is our website. You can find links to all of our social media. We're on Facebook, Trails of Purpose, Instagram, Trails of Purpose. Uh, We're on LinkedIn, all of the different ways um, to connect with us info at charles of for email or directly to me it's Kayla at charles of um we are always accepting new volunteers if you want to give back and we are um, always accepting applications for veterans uh, you need a dd 214 to be participating in our program but we operate completely free of charge Um, so check those things out if you're interested, or if you know a veteran in the area that could just use a strong community, that's what we're about, um, pass along our information. And I think that's about it.
1: That's a lot of good juicy stuff that you will all be able to find in the show notes as always all the good stuff. I think it's awesome that you put out there about the volunteering and yeah, so you'll be able to follow all of that and more. Kayla, thank you so much again for being here, for telling your story, how it was in the dark times, how it was in the best of times, the worst of times, all of the times, the busy times, the good busy, the bad busy, all of it. I really appreciate it. I had a wonderful time with you and have a great rest of your night.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Kristoff. We'll right, talk you.
1: soon. All right, bye. <laughs>